Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Hello and welcome everyone to this solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I am really excited to talk to you about commissioning custom artwork for your pet business. If this is something that you have never even thought about before, I hope that I give you a lot of ideas. Um, And if it's something that you're kind of curious about, I hope that I give you the extra motivation and inspiration to just go for it. Having custom artwork really can help establish your brand, get you more brand awareness. It can help you sell really unique products because you're going to have such a unique, beautiful artwork to put on them. And all in all, it's also just a really great way to support artists. I think that we all love seeing and sharing a lot of artwork on social media, especially on Instagram. And it's a really great idea to every once in a while pay those artists and commission them to make something for yourself personally or for your business. Um, And today we're going to be focusing on creating custom artwork for your business. So I'm going to be talking a lot about my online shop in this episode because it really ties into most of the artwork that I've commissioned. Uh, When I first started my shop, I only had a few products. I started with my puppy breath candle, a chocolate chunk cookie print collar, and some a few little um, letterpress note cards. And they were it was all inspired by Lucy. And even with just those few items that I started with, it was still a lot of inventory to keep track of. Figuring out the shipping for all of it, like the shipping costs, but then also like what size package and box should I even use? It took a ton of trial and error to figure all of that out. A few months into the store, I discovered something called print on demand. There are a few companies out there who will print your designs on all kinds of products like t-shirts, coffee mugs, tote bags, or even flip-flops and ship them directly to your customers. After a ton of research and many, many test orders, I found a company with really high quality merchandise that allowed me to offer really cool products to my pet obsessed customers without having to store all that inventory or manage any of the shipping myself. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Isn't it a little bit taboo to tell you all the behind the scenes magic of the Wear Wag Repeat Shop? Well, listen, I want you to know that I really stand by my mission to help women live their very best life alongside their dogs. And if helping you figure out how to launch your own print on demand products can help you do that, then I want to help you make it happen. I'm hosting a free five-day challenge that will introduce you to a new revenue stream for your pet business. During this challenge, I'll help you discover what your pet-obsessed audience will be begging to buy and set up your first ready-to-sell product all in just five days. To save your spot in this challenge, go to wherewagrepeat.com slash product dash challenge. 
sorry for the wonky URL there. You can also just go over to Instagram, either tmystic or wear wag repeat and click on the link in bio. We'll take you there. The challenge is starting very soon. So head over to that link and get signed up. By the end of the five day challenge, you will have your very own fabulous product ready to sell. I really cannot wait to see what everyone makes. I think it's going to be such a creative and collaborative and just super fun week for petpreneurs and pupfluencers. Speaking of making things, let's get back on track and dive into this episode and talk about what you came here to learn about, working with artists to create custom artwork for your pet business. So before I dive into exactly how to do that, I want to give you a little bit of a story and a background on me and why I'm so passionate about artwork. Um, I've always loved art. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to a lot of museums and galleries as a kid, and I had wonderful art teachers in school. In fact, in college, I had a minor in studio art, and one summer, I was lucky enough to do a painting program through the Rhode Island School of Design that actually took place in France, and I painted in the French countryside. It was very Mona Lisa smile. (laughs) Um, But back here in Pittsburgh, one of my first jobs when I was just uh, like 17 or so was at a nonprofit in our city called the Sprout Fund. Now, the Sprout Fund did a lot of things, but one of the things I think they were most well-known for was commissioning public art murals all over Pittsburgh. And I was their summer intern for two summers in a row. They did a really big fundraising event at the end of the summer, and I came on for two years to help them plan this really big, huge event. And it included tons of installation art and experiential art and all kinds of things. Um, But one of the things that I learned working there that has really stuck with me is how they valued artists. So um, a lot of people just think of artists painting murals as something that they'll just do because they love creating artwork and they love doing things. Well, those artists need to be paid a fair wage for their work as well. And the Sprout Fund really were great champions of that here in Pittsburgh. And they really instilled that belief in me as a teenager when I was interning for them. They gave out grants that not only paid for the paint and supplies, but they paid the artists a rate that they deserved. And they ended up creating beautiful artwork, beautiful murals all over the city that are still there like 15, 20 years later after when they did them. So it was an investment that certainly paid off. And I know firsthand because I worked there that all of the artists had a really, really great experience doing it. Um, But it was not the norm to to value artwork in that way. It was definitely something that kind of had a light bulb go off in my head because that wasn't the norm. Even as a creative person myself, I have always been asked to volunteer for things, to volunteer to create uh, installations for events or volunteer to set things up or volunteer to paint something or what have you. And um, as as a creative person, I've just never really felt like someone was going to throw a lot of money at me to do something that I was passionate about. So it was really, really cool at a young age to see the Sprout Fund support that. So I'm going to tell you today that you should find some artists that you really love and commission custom artwork for your pet business. It really doesn't matter how big or small your business is. 
There are artists out there who will work with your budget. Um, you know, of course, you want to pay them what they're asking, um, but there are people who will work in all different kinds of mediums. Um, if someone's painting you a custom oil portrait, it's probably going to cost more than someone who's doing digital art, but that also might not be the case. Um, there might be some really complex digital art out there. So it's best to just kind of do your research, find a whole bunch of artists, and reach out. So a few ideas on how custom artwork can be used so that I can kind of explain to you how you, you can, if you're smart about it, you can really use this artwork and get a lot of mileage out of it. You know, you can get your biggest bang for your buck because it can be used for so many things. So here's a few examples. You can use custom artwork for your logo. Instead of going in Canva or something and making your logo yourself, Hire an artist to make something really unique and really cool and really you. You could also work with artists to create your social media graphics. They might be able to design design elements. Those are like little doodads that you can incorporate all over your brand. Uh, if you want to learn some really good examples about that, check out my friend Kayla at Docs Design. She's always talking about design elements, and she actually inspired me to do some makeovers on my own website recently, and I added some of these design element doodads all over wearwagrepeat.com. You could also use custom artwork on printed items like flyers or business cards. If you're someone who has printed materials in like a little flyer rack at a local pet store or something like that, Think about how much it would stand out if you had custom artwork on it. That would be so cool. You could also have an artist create an illustrated portrait of you and your dog that could be used for your about page or printed items. This is a really great option. I know that, that many people do not like having their picture taken and they don't want to put their picture out there. So if you have someone do an illustration of you, it's like a fun little workaround and it still gets you and your beautiful personality out there to your audience. You could have an artist create a pattern to use on packaging, like custom poly mailers, you know, those little like plasticky mailers that a lot of independent shops use. You could have custom ones printed with really cool, unique artwork. If you have a physical space, of course, you could have a mural painted. Reminds me of my Sprout Fun days. Have a mural painted that is so perfectly you and your business, and then you can have all your customers stand in front of it and take their picture or have their puppies pose in front of it and take their picture, and it will really establish your brand with everyone who shares those photos. You could also have art printed on products that you sell in an online store or uh, at events or a brick and mortar store. When you commission artwork for your business, it will be specific to exactly what you want. You know, when you're commissioning something, usually you'll, you'll tell the person like what your vision is. You might tell them what you're going to use it for, and it will help them come up with their design. What's great about this is that it will be totally unique, and it will help build amazing brand loyalty with your followers and your customers. Earlier in this episode, I was talking about the Wear, Wag, Repeat shop and discovering print-on-demand products. So back when I 
first discovered that, I had an idea for a shirt that said, this is my dog walking outfit. (laughs) I don't know why I had that idea. I think I saw like some other shirts that said, you know, this is my going out outfit. (laughs) And since I don't go out, I only walk my dog. (laughs) It seemed like a good idea to have a shirt that said, this is my dog walking outfit. And I wanted something really unique and really awesome to kind of bring that design to life. Of course, I could have just gone in and typed out uh, in some bold font, this is my dog walking outfit. But I really wanted to commission an artist and I love hand lettering and I just get so fascinated by watching hand lettering videos and looking at photos of it on Instagram and Pinterest. And so I did a little bit of research and I went to where I always go, which is Instagram. And I started looking for artists. And now if you know anything about me and where Wag Repeat, I was specifically looking for dog mom artists. I wanted to find a woman who had a dog to create this design for me. Um, And so I ended up reaching out to a couple of different people and how I usually reach out is I'll send them a DM and or an email. I might do both. Um, You know, sometimes I'll send a little DM saying, I have an idea on a potential collaboration. You know, what's the best way to reach you? And they'll say, email me. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I just go straight to their email because you can find that in most people's Instagram bios as well. So I would just say if you're if you're going to go this route of reaching out to someone on Instagram, just check their bio. Sometimes people say that they do not accept DMs. Um, so you want to respect their wishes there. Um, but anyhow, I sent some DMs and some emails and I ended up working with Sarica, who you can find on Instagram at Sarica Studio. And she is a really, really cool hand lettering artist. She does a lot of bullet journaling and just She's a very talented artist. She also does little dog drawings and illustrations and and I think paintings too. Um, She's just super, super talented. So I commissioned her to make the This Is My Dog Walking Outfit design. And I also commissioned her to make a second design that I wanted to say dog vibes only and have, um, you know, the emoji that's like the praise hands, but do it in dog paws instead. (laughs) So... She was like, I love this idea. It coincidentally, she lives here in Pittsburgh. I did not even realize that when I reached out to her, but we really hit it off. She kind of got where I was coming from and she appreciated the fact that I was looking specifically for dog mom artists. I think that she has three dogs now. I can't remember if she had all three when we worked together, but she just like got it. We just like fell in sync immediately. Are you enjoying this conversation as much as I am? Whether you're a longtime listener or new here, I want to thank you for listening in. It's important to me to amplify women's voices in the pet industry. If you want to help me do that, you can leave a review for my show in the Apple Podcast app. Reviews help me get more listeners and book big-time interviews. Through the end of July, leave a review and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card to the Wear Wag Repeat shop. Just go to my show's homepage on the Apple Podcast app from your phone or computer and write an honest review. I'll announce the winner on a future episode and in the Wear Wag Repeat Instagram feed. 
So I want to tell you a little bit about the process of working with artists. So after that initial outreach, you find someone whose artwork you really like, you reach out to them, like, then what, you know, are there contracts? Like what what kind of files are you going to get? What are you going to do? So here's how it works. First of all, I reach out to people to see if they're taking on commissions or if they're interested in working together. Some people will reply to you immediately and say, I am booked out until 2025. (laughs) And you know what? You just give them a big high five and you say good for you and you move on to somebody else. (laughs) Um, So that happens sometimes. Some people are going to say, you know, that's not that's outside of the scope of what I do that's happened to me before but hopefully you are going to find someone who's going to say yes I would love to learn more about your project so once they express interest then I would email them and outline your vision for what what exactly you want the graphic or the artwork to look like or to be about what kind of a vibe you want maybe what kind of colors you want. And then I think it's also really helpful to tell the artist what you're going to use this artwork for. So is it going to be used just as an about picture on your website? Is it going to be used on poly mailers? Is it going to be printed on products like t-shirts or coffee mugs or something like that? It's very, very helpful to tell the artist exactly what you're going to be using their artwork on. Because that's also probably going to play into their fee. So that's the next step is after you outline what you're looking for and what you're going to use it for, then the artist will probably come back to you with what their fee would be, or you can ask them how they charge for things like this. Um, And there, of course, is going to be a huge range. I can't really tell you on this episode what you're going to pay for artwork because it's just such a huge range, but just don't be shy. Be upfront with asking someone what their fee is or how they charge for something. Um, You know, if it's slightly out of your price range, ask them if there's a way to do a payment plan or something like that. If you really want to work with them, just keep in mind that you want to be respectful of them and their time and their livelihood because they are professional artists. So after you guys negotiate the fee, there will be come a delivery and revision schedule. So you want to let the artist know if you have a specific date that you need this artwork by. If you need it like next Tuesday, there might be a rush fee added (laughs) to their base rate. Um, If you aren't on a super tight timeline, then it's probably not going to have any extra charges. Um, but that would be like the delivery. Ask them when you're, when you could get the final files. You also want to know about the revision schedule. How many revisions will they allow you to make? Can you only make one revision? Can you make two? Can you make one revision plus minor adjustments? Things like that. Um, and just be really, really upfront because Um, You know, you don't want to inconvenience them by making 8 million changes, um, and I'm sure they don't want to nickel and dime you for making tiny changes. So let's all just work together and come up with something that is mutually agreeable for that. So once you have figured out all of that stuff, then comes the actual contract slash agreement 
slash release. So you want to make sure that you have a contract that specifically states that they're creating artwork for you and that you have their permission to use it in whatever capacity you're planning on using it for. So if you're going to use their artwork to print on products and sell those products, that would be a commercial usage. So you just want to make sure that the artist is authorizing you and releasing their rights to the artwork. If you don't want to maintain rights to the artwork yourself, um, then that's totally fine too. I actually, I'll, I'll get to that a little bit later. I did a collaboration with another brand where we, she, she didn't give me full rights to the artwork. We kind of shared it and that was unique and that was a good way to save some money too. Um, so after you figure out your contract and your release, then you want to make sure that you know when you're going to get the final file delivery. So make sure that you know exactly how and when you're going to get those. Will it be a Dropbox folder? Are they going to send them by carrier pigeon? (laughs) Um, Just make sure that you know how exactly they're going to deliver these files to you. So a few tips based on my own experience to make this whole process a lot smoother is be mindful of creating something that you're going to get a lot of use out of. So for example, the design that Sarahka created that says, this is my dog walking outfit. I realized after I made that, that it really only works on a shirt. You can't really print that graphic on anything other than a shirt. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't really make sense on a tote bag. It does not make sense on a phone case. It does not really make sense on a coffee mug. So that was not the most strategically designed thing, but it was the first thing I commissioned. So I learned a lot from that experience. I still love the design. I still wear my shirts all the time. So just be mindful of that. I also would recommend that you do some research. If you're going to be printing this artwork on products, you probably want to research exactly what products are available, what the specifications are, what are the um, dimensions and requirements of the artwork that they that the printer needs to print this at a really high quality. So that's something that you're definitely going to want to know, and you're definitely going to want to share that with your artist. And you might want to check and see if you're going to print it on a t-shirt, see what colors that exact t-shirt style that you want to get comes in. And if it, if you're envisioning that you're going to have this royal blue t-shirt with this beautiful artwork on it, and you get the artwork made, and then the shirt does not come in royal blue, it only comes in like a dusty navy color, and that throws everything off for you, it's really going to suck. <laughs> So just make sure that you do your work ahead of time and you find out exactly what colors it comes in. I like to just save screenshots of the shirts or the products or whatever it is, and I send those to the artist too so they know exactly how their design is going to be used because it could dictate how they do things, dictate the colors that they use, and just I think the more information, the better always. I mean, obviously, I spend at least a half an hour talking to you on this podcast every week, so I am definitely in favor of more information. (laughs) Okay. Now, another tip based on my experience is to make sure that you get all the file types and formats that you need. So just like you're going to check in on on what the different um, sizes of the files are that your printer needs, 
Just think outside the box and, you know, maybe you want to use this design today on a t-shirt, but maybe next year you're going to repurpose it and print it on your packaging or print it on a little flyer that you're going to hand out. Just make sure that you have all of the files that you need. If you need something with a transparent background, I would definitely recommend asking for that. Um, and if you need something that is going to look good on a dark background versus a light background, I would just ask for all of that upfront so that you don't have to go back and ask for it at a later date when it might not work out. And then lastly, make sure that you store everything in a safe file system, either on your computer or on the cloud. I had a little snafu last year when I all of a sudden couldn't find my logo files in Dropbox, and it was because I had not actually created new folders and saved it to my own Dropbox. It was still in my designer's Dropbox, and she cleaned out her files, which she totally is entitled to do, and luckily we were able to retrieve them and find them, but I cannot emphasize it enough. Make sure that you have everything stored properly. Okay, now I promised I would tell you about this like split ownership arrangement that I had. So I want to tell you about a few other things that I've commissioned artwork for um, other than just working with Sarica on this is my dog walking outfit t-shirt. So here's some other things that you might have seen in the Wear Wag Repeat shop. I mentioned these letterpress cards. I did those with Jill at Deluce Designs. She is a awesome, badass dog mom in Arizona. And I just had this vision for these cards from your dog that were, that were beautiful and lovely and came from a place of just joy and love, which is where Lucy and Bert live on that plane. Um, and I had her create a really beautiful, actually two letterpress cards. One says, I love you more than all the treats. And the other one says, you had me at woof. And they're just really, really sweet. And they were, um, just my idea as an alternative to, you know, my, my, family is always giving me cards for like my birthday or Christmas that are from the dog. And it's like the dog pooped in your shoe. <laughs> and I'm like, my dog doesn't do that. My dog is lovely and beautiful and wonderful. <laughs> so I wanted a card that represented that. And so Jill and I worked together. And instead of having full rights to those images and to those cards, we came up with a shared agreement where she could also sell it and reproduce it and put it on her website. And I could sell it on my website. So that was a really, really great partnership. Of course, I also did the Jungle Dogs. That was an all-over print and also individual portraits. And I did that with Hue & Co. You can find her on Instagram as well. She's actually a cat mom, but I know she's a dog lover as well. <laughs> um, so for the Jungle Dogs, that's when I started to get strategic about how I could use these prints. So I commissioned an all-over print that could be put on leggings, shorts, a dress, you name it, whatever comes in an all-over print with my printing partner. I could do that. I could also uh, create wallpaper if I wanted to, and I actually have fabric sitting on my shelf right here that I'm staring at printed with this all-over print um, because I was going to make bandanas with it. I never got around to doing that, but um, it was still a really, really useful asset to have that all over print. And then to coordinate with it, I had individual portraits done of four different dog breeds. And the portraits really complement the all over print. They have very similar colors, um, similar design elements, and then the dogs 
can be seen in the all over print as well as in their individual portraits. So my vision was that you could have a tank top with the portrait and then you could be wearing shorts or leggings with the all over print. And that is an outfit that I wear all the time, very proudly. And the most recent thing that I have commissioned artwork for was for my Dog Moms Unite design. I worked with Courtney on for that, and you can find her on Instagram, Courtney on, um, I don't know if it's studio or artwork, but her last name is A-H-N. You'll just find her if you look up Courtney A-H-N. And she made the Dog Moms Unite graphic, which I was able to turn into a fundraiser for the Animal Friends Chow Wagon Pet Food Bank. If you go back, you can listen to an episode all about that um, that I recorded back in April. And it's been a really wonderful way to support people who've been affected by COVID-19 and maybe can't afford pet food right now. So um, I was able to use that design as a little fundraiser in my shop. But again, I was I was getting more strategic with it. I, you know, knew exactly where I was going to print these things. I screenshotted the exact t-shirts that I was going to print this design on and sent them to Courtney and she created the graphic to perfectly complement the t-shirt colors that I planned on using them and using them on. So if I look back at this schedule, I seem to commission something new about once a year. Um, I've obviously gotten a lot smarter about the types of things that I commission, how much information I provide to the artists, and how I can repurpose and reuse things in many different ways. So I hope that you have been inspired to commission some artwork for your business. If you are, I really hope that you will reach out to me and share it with me um, or maybe bounce some ideas off of me. I just, I love talking about artwork. If you're looking for artists and illustrators on Instagram, just reach out to me because I have a little saved collection on my Instagram where I keep track of dog illustrators and dog artists. So I might have the perfect aesthetic for you if you just ask. (laughs) And if you would like to learn more about getting that beautiful custom artwork made into high quality products that you can sell to your audience, make sure that you sign up for that free five-day challenge that I'm hosting. It is all about creating a print-on-demand product for pet lovers, and I would love it if you would join us. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com slash product dash challenge to sign up. Again, sorry for the wonky link. Just go over to Instagram, both of my Instagram accounts at tmystic and at wearwagrepeat. Both have that link in the bio. So I hope that you will sign up and join us for this challenge. It's going to be a really creative and fun week. And there's already a ton of people signed up. So we're going to have a really great community of petpreneurs and pupfluencers involved. Thanks again for listening today. And I hope to see you in the challenge. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or Join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. 
And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.